my name is Anne Rebgetz and I'm the principal of St James College and wanted to first of all thank you all for coming this evening. It's lovely to meet everyone and see such interest in our college. To start off with this evening, what we're going to do is show you um, first of all a little video. It's only two minutes long and we're showing you this video because we just had it made and actually Claire and Andrew made it for us. And we've just done a trip to China for a week, a group. Put your hands up, the China team. Jess, Marty, Tamia, our international student coordinator. So we have over 60 um, international students and most of whom are from China, different parts of China. So we, in terms of our global relationships, um, I thought this was, was good to show you because we've just signed five partnership agreements with uh, sister schools in China in three different cities, including Chongqing, which is a sister city of Brisbane. So we now have um, sister schools in Brisbane's sister city. And seeing we're right in the centre of Brisbane, that's quite um, forward thinking. So, so this is the, the video here. It was very well received when we went to China just to explain a little bit about St James. So uh, I guess in terms of St James, we are very much a college that's oriented towards the future and we are a college that looks at the individuals to make sure that each individual is able to achieve their potential. So we, we really look to create what we might call bespoke pathways, like individual pathways around that. So welcome this evening. We talk about liberating education because we're an Edmund Rice Education Australia College and that's in the same organisation as um, St Joseph Gregory Terrace, Nudgee College, St Pat's, Shorncliffe, but we're the only co-ed college in that group of colleges. The rest of the colleges are all boys' colleges. And so in the organisation, which is um, the head office is actually Melbourne-based, they used to be Christian Brothers schools and you can see the photos here. St James is the oldest school in Queensland, the oldest Catholic boys' school. It started 151 years ago and it was in the 1990s that it then became co-ed. So in terms of our own focus, we look at... Um, global engagement. We, we really have that mantra of global aspirations. And in terms of that focus, we look at our partnerships on a global level, a national level and a local level. And we try to inculcate that, those themes through everything that we do at the college. We're in an excellent location, as you know. Um, so this little hat is representing our St James and of course I use that slide explaining it in China so that um, people could see we are in such a good location. So in terms of our mission and identity um, we very much nurture the minds and hearts of our young men and women and we have very inclusive teaching practices and we commit to just relationships. Our vision is education for the future, an emphasis on digital literacy and critical thinking and creativity, global learning, as I've mentioned, and in emotional intelligence and um, education for entrepreneurship. So who is St James? Um, St James was a follower of Jesus Christ, one of the apostles, and he was... Um, a prophetic founder of Jesus, obviously, is a prophetic founder of Christianity. We have a very multi-faith community here. There are many people from different religious backgrounds because we have over half of our students who have English as an additional language and come from other countries, whether they're international students or domestic students. Many of them are refugee background, migrants um, and asylum seekers. So... Before we get into this slide, um, sorry, I'll go backwards here. I'd just like to um, introduce our students and our student ambassadors and I'm going to ask them to talk a little bit about themselves because 
in acknowledging them, um, I'd also like to acknowledge our traditional landowners, our Jagera and Turrigal people, and, th and uh, thank them for the care of this land on which we stand. I mentioned we're 151 years old, so originally we're on Boundary Street, just to understand that, the reason this street was called Boundary Street was because this was the boundary for Indigenous people and they couldn't come over this street. So it's, we think that's very significant because for us equity and social advocacy is a very important part of the ethos of what we do at the college. So I'm going to ask the students to come forward, introduce themselves. They're going to tell you a little bit, just briefly, about where they've come from whether it's in Australia or, or elsewhere, um, their journey coming into secondary school, what they love about St James and what their goal is for the future. And they can say what year level that they're in. And I'm delighted to introduce our captain of the college. We have two captains of the college. Um, we have our male captain, who's Paul, and Paul is going to talk to you first and he'll hand over the mic after that. Thank you, Paul. Please welcome. Oh, yeah. Hello everybody, uh, my name is Paul Paul and I'm one of the college captain at St. James College. I'm currently in U12 as well. Uh, my journey began in, um, in South Sudan, if most of you guys don't know, as I'm near Egypt. And in, in South Sudan at the time when I was born, there was um, a civil war going on. As um, in South Sudan there's different regions. So whatever region you're from, that's um, the tribe that you're alloc allocated to and where your family's from. So at that time there was um, different tribal wars. So then it wasn't safe for me or my family to stay in that country. Um, and my father was also, um, he was a, was a doctor at the war. So we'd aid um, soldiers that were wounded and stuff like that. So my mother, she wanted us to get a, to live a safer life and get an education for us as um, there wasn't, it was limited for us to, um, to get those opportunities back in um, South Sudan. So she made a crucial decision for us to, uh, to move to Egypt where my father stayed in um, South Sudan, which was a really tough decision for a young mother at the time. She was like, only 19 or 20 at the time, to move um, her and two, two young boys to um, Egypt, a foreign country, where um, even when we moved there, there weren't really acceptance of South Sudanese people as they were, the, they were racial towards the, the color of our skin. They weren't really accepting and it wasn't really safe for us to stay there as well. So uh, my mother, she filed for refugee status for us to come down to Australia. And when we moved to Australia, um, at St. James College, I started last year as well. Um, this school was like, they gave us like different opportunities, you know, um, for what, uh, for my career, which I want to become a medicine in the future. I want to uh, study medicine so I can become a general practitioner, hopefully to go back to my country to, to start my own hospital. As um, people back in my country, they, they like all these opportunities because they're really sick, you know, people die at a young age and we don't, they don't really get to fulfill the opportunities or the potential that they can um, give out to the world as I believe everybody has something to bring to the table. And St. James has helped me um, throughout um, my journey as they've given me opportunities like going to um, the Darwin Immersion of the TV Islands where we got to um, see the original, um, the way they live and the hardships that they've been through, which is similar to the, um, the African people, but we got to see how, um, like the way they cope and um, their lifestyle and their health lifestyle and how um, that could be improved and stuff like that, which could help me through my medicine, medical um, journey in the future. Yeah, thank you. Uh, hello, I'm Ethan. Uh, I started in St. James five years ago when I was in grade eight. Uh, I was bullied before coming to St. James a fair bit, but when I came to St. James, I noticed that there was a fair bit of acceptance within the community. And with that acceptance, I was able to progress as a student academically and uh, physically and mentally. Um, there's a lot of opportunities in St. James for all types of students. Uh, for me, uh, I was able to partake in the Lord Mayor's Youth Advisory Council, which enabled me to meet with the Lord Mayor and uh, like-minded students, who, uh, we, and we discussed matters in the community which we thought needed improvement. Um, then I was also given the opportunity to take part in the Student Environment Leadership Network, where I looked to improve the environment in the community, and um, with that, we implemented some things into the school which uh, fell through, but. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Um, then uh, the final opportunity, which I just finished recently, was the QUT Future Leaders, which um, like 50 different schools participated in, and it spanned over two years, and we were able to meet every holiday or and just talk about how we can improve as leaders, as students, how we can cope with once we go to uni and different ways, and St. James has just been able to give me those opportunities. Yeah, thank you. Hello, everyone. My name is Ellie, and I welcome you all to St. James College. I hope you all are doing very fine. So, and I wish you we all had a great day. So, I want to start from the country where I was born. I was born in Pakistan. I know we all know, like, as a bad circumstances. So, I came here last year. My mom sponsored me. I came here last year, and uh, as soon as I came here, I was a bit confused, and I was a bit like I didn't have like I didn't have hope like something because I never been to school back in there because of financial problems and some other. So when I came here, I was thinking about my future. Like everyone is going to schools, colleges, and stuff, and I was thinking, and I was I was asking from my mother, will I be ever able to go to college like them? So what happened, I went to uh, an organization and um, just because of them, they brought me here. And as soon as I told my story to the principal, the principal, actually Mr. Crooks, he literally accepted the very, like as soon as he heard my story, he accepted me and said, you can join this college from the very next day. But suddenly, I mean, unfortunately, it was holidays, so I had to wait for two more weeks. So I joined, and uh, it was a bit, like, hard for me, because English is my third language, and I never studied as... So it was a bit hard for me, but through, like, I really, like, worked really, really hard. And it's not just my hard working. I, I'm studying six subjects here. And it's not just six teachers. I got helped, like literally supported by 12 teachers, I can say, for example. 12 teachers, and just because of their help and their support and how they coped with me, with my studies, how they helped me, right now I'm doing really, really great with my subjects, like getting A's in all my subjects. It's not just my hard work, but it's the support of the teachers and the support of the school friends and the, the friends that I like made. So the thing that when I joined here, the thing that really like, I thought like it's amazing is the multiculturalism. The people here, when I heard different stories, like half of them are from different countries, different religion, different caste and color. But the thing, the, there's one thing common that they always saying we are from St. James College and we do accept all of us. So there's no difference in color or something else. We do really appreciate St. James, not we, St. James really appreciate all the, all the cultures, all the religions by like doing the cultural night. I, like, I, I wish you like, I don't know whether you did, like, you joined the cultural nights. It was real fun. Um, I wish, <laughs> but the thing is, because of their help, suddenly I started, like, seeing my future. I wanted, and now I really want to be a finance student. I want to join QUT, and for that, I need a great OP, and with their help, I think I'm gonna get my OP and I'm, I think I will get the faculty and the university that I really want. And thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. My name is Iget Kalunga. I'm in year 11. Um, I'm gonna start from where I come from. First is like, um, I was born in Congo. Like, there is two Congo, Congo DRC and Congo um, Republic. I, um, I lost my parents when I was two years old, which was really tough to be raised up by my sisters and still people were still looking for us to 
you know, to finish the whole family. No one wants us to know, like, oh, there's that person from that family. I was like, I didn't know much about things that was going on. I would only see we are moving from houses to houses, houses to houses, until it was really, really, really hard. Until we also went, until by the time we went in Uganda, which I lived there for um, two years and four months, and finally Australia accepted us, which was so really, really amazing. And also by the time I get in Australia, that was in 2016, I came to St. James straight away in um, middle of term two in, uh, in 2016 as well. Well, when I came here, you know, but, but before I came here, when I was in Uganda, I passed through a lot. In the school where I was, I was the eldest, but I didn't care what, what people would say because I wouldn't speak their language, I wouldn't speak English. The only language I would speak is like, would be like, would be Swahili, would be Marsh and other languages, which was like, it was really hard to know or to understand what people were saying. I really, like by the time I went to the school there in Uganda, teacher wouldn't like, you know, they keep on saying that people from my country, they all eat snakes and rats and whatever, which like really hurt me. And um, I felt like if I had my parents, all this wouldn't happen. Uh, we'll come back to her. Um, hey, everyone. How's the tour going? Good? Everyone enjoying it so far? Awesome. Uh, my name is Mackenzie. I'm currently in grade 12. I'm a Kerry House captain. I was one of, I think it's one of like seven now. <laughs> um, I really love this school. Um, oh, I don't even know how to explain how good it is. Um, but I will start off by saying where I'm from. I'm from Sydney, Australia. I moved here when I think I was about eight with my mother. I lost my father at an earlier age and then I lost my mother a few years later than that. And St. James was really accepting of that after I finished primary school. And they actually offered me to go to school here free. Like, I could not believe it. It was awesome. And I, like, it's, I can't even explain how good of a school it is. Um, what I'm currently trying to achieve is at least getting a B in every subject. And all the teachers here try and try to push you and make you succeed. It's awesome. Um, like the banners say, we are challenging, we are dynamic, we are inspiring, and they really are. It's St. James R. And I, it's not even the school, it's the spirit from all the teachers. It's amazing. It's like past teachers that have left and then replaced them. It's, it's, like they other, it's like the other teachers didn't even leave. It's like somehow they fulfilled their position so well that it's like crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah, we have, I think, about two or three weeks left and then we have exam blocks, so really crucial time at the moment, but it's, I'm trying to push through and, oh, <laughs> um, Mr. Cave wants me to explain. Um, this school helped me get my first job, which is a lifeguard up at Centenary Pool. If any of you know of that pool, it's been there, I think, since like 1960. I think that's, I don't even know how many years that is. Um, <laughs> It's, yeah, um, Mr. Anderson, he's not here currently, but um, yeah, he offered me that job there and everyone there is really accepting, they're really cool um, and hopefully when your child starts here, hopefully they start here because if you go to another school, you're crazy. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, if they ever get a traineeship offered here and an apprenticeship, really undertake it because it's amazing. Um, yeah. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry, what happened before? Um, I, I, well, I'll go straight to what I love about St. James. St. James is, um, we are all, like, I don't know what to say about St. James. It's like we're all family. We all 
accept each other. It doesn't matter where you come from, your background, you know, the color of your skin. It doesn't really matter. We all accept each other. And we all like, we really encourage everyone. And I love, I love every single moment that I spent here at St. James with my amazing teachers. They've helped me a lot. Like when I came here, I have no idea what was going on in year eight. I didn't even have any idea. But because of the teachers, they helped me to achieve whatever I want to be. Like, as I'm saying, like, um, I want to be a nurse in the future to help all those other peoples and um, also to, do, to help people who doesn't have parents and um, also maybe to sponsor one child to give them education as like having these opportunities that I have today to study, to have these amazing teachers and also to see every single day that I enjoy it's like, it's so amazing. And I would love to be able to help one or two of the homeless people who are just sleeping on the street. And the other thing is like, teachers here, they're really, really amazing. We really, every student really appreciate every single moment they'll stay here. And I would love everyone to bring their child here because we've got lots of activities that always goes on, like basketball, netball, like, rugby, you know, we've got all those opportunities and also teachers really helped me to um, to look ahead on my future being a nurse and also helping other people. And what I would say, one of my favorite teacher here, when I was, when I came, I was like, you know, I was so, so quiet and scared. But now in the school, he knows I'm the craziest person, that's Mr. Wiseman, and then he's always, you know, I always joke with him and he's really, really helpful. And also with the homework, if your student always have um, homeworks and you know they're stressing up and they hear St. James, teachers really always step until from three o'clock to, uh, to four o'clock, they are also helping if you didn't, your child didn't understand anything or if by the time, if I didn't understand anything, they were always there to stay in the library for like one hour trying to explain and get on track with um, like everyone else. Thank you. Thanks again. Um, I think you got a, a good insight there to the range of backgrounds of some of our students and their determination to succeed. Um, I'd like to ask all our staff just to quickly come out at the front. Oh, we've got some other students over there that have been guides with us. So Ben and um, and Marshall. Marshall, that's right. Marshall's from Vietnam, aren't you, Marshall? Yeah. So, and if you'd like to just come out the front, the staff, very quickly, and just to introduce yourselves. Thanks, Mark. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm uh, Marty Wiseman, I'm the uh, Deputy Principal here. I've been uh, here for just over nine years and um, you can sort of tell uh, why people and a lot of, lot of the people, some, some are new but uh, certainly a lot of people who've been here for uh, quite a while and you get a bit of an idea why because uh, these uh, young people get under your skin and uh, it's uh, one of the great privileges of uh, life to be able to come into a, a school and literally see uh, the entire planet uh, in a two-hectare site, uh, which basically happens every day. Um, so it's a privilege to be here. Uh, my job is to, I guess, help um, Anne uh, in terms of bringing her uh, vision to a reality. It's a, uh, a very articulate uh, and well-thought-out and strategic vision. Um, so to be able to bring that to life by looking after, I guess, the... Um, uh, the minutiae of it and uh, the details around it is um, is certainly one of the great privileges and uh, hopefully we'll be doing it for a long long time to come. Okay, this way. Oh, you go. Yeah. Good evening, everybody. I'm dying for the opportunity to be able to throw minutiae into a sentence myself one day, but not just now. Um, my name is Christina and I'm in um, I'm the assistant principal for... Uh, learning Innovation and Pathways, which is a nice way of saying curriculum and other um, parts of that strategic planning that Marty was just talking about. So um, often uh, my day is filled with talking to students and staff around ways how we can make sure that the subjects that they're requiring are offered or that they're on track to receive 
um, the next step in that. Also working with our vocational education and training teachers and programs in the school and making sure that I suppose what we're offering is what the world needs as we're moving into the next phase of learning and um, and employment for young people because it's certainly a world that's changing very rapidly and we need to make sure that we're on track to make to, to offer what the students are going to need in, the, in terms of that as well. Um, so it's lovely to see you all here tonight and I hope I see you all again very soon. Hi all, my name's Jessica Whalen and I'm the Director of Learning Innovation and Pathways here. So I work very closely with Christina um, in curriculum. I wanted to share with you um, really quickly, we do have some great initiatives to help students transition into high school. One of these being um, a taste test today and we have them every term. Um, our next one is on the 8th of November. So if you're interested um, to give St James a try for a day, it's a really great opportunity to see what programs we have here um, and also be involved in our classes and it can help ease a lot of anxieties with which come with coming to high school um, and you can fall in love with the place as well. So yeah, that is on the 8th of November and if you'd like some more information, um, please feel free to come and see me about that. Erin and I will be running it. Thank you. Hi everyone, my name is Erin Johnston. I'm the Director of Student Wellbeing here at St James. Um, I've been a staff member at Jimmy's for 11 years now, um, so a really long time and I was talking to some people before and I said we do have a culture at St James of people staying on and spending a long time here because it is such an important community and uh, just as much as the students expressed their love for the staff, it goes both ways. So um, a big part of that is the pastoral system I think and that's kind of what my job is about. A big part of it is um, I look after the students' wellbeing day to day. So we have an excellent pastoral system here, we have four houses um, and those houses have a house dean that runs them and then within that we have individual homerooms. So a student will start with us in grade seven and have that same homeroom teacher all the way until their uh, final day in grade 12. Um, and the house dean will be completely involved with that student all the way through as well. And it's pretty common for parents to have emails with daily checkups, telling good news, things going on, you know, concerns or worries they have and parents can do the same thing. Um, and my job is really around helping manage that and making sure that any issues that come up along the way are eased um, and just supporting our students because we do say, and I'm going to quote Marty here, that we, our job is to educate the heart as well as the mind um, and we're really big on that here and so a big part of that is our pastoral system and making sure that the well-being of our students is taken care of. Um, so yeah, just reiterating what Jess said about our taste test today coming up. I know there are some young people in the room that um, might be anxious about starting school and I really encourage you to get on board with that because it's a nice way of seeing that high school, while it's different, is actually lots of fun. It's a good kind of different um, and so it's really important you come and get a taste of that and even if Jimmy's is not the way you're going to go in the future, at least then you'll get a taste of what high school is going to be about for you. So definitely get on board with that. Hello everyone, my name is Tamia Song. I'm from China and uh, here I'm the um, international students coordinator. So I work, uh, I look after uh, our international students and uh, I work with um, their parents, carers and uh, um, homestay providers. So I'm the um, first point of contact if they um, are concerned about um, anything at school or at home. Um, I uh, didn't start until um, last uh, August, so I'm pretty new here, but uh, I really, really love this place. It's so uh, welcoming and uh, everyone's so helpful, and I can see all the teachers' um, hard work to give students lots of support and uh, provide them with um, um, opportunities, like different opportunities for their different talents. So I would say St. James is definitely a really good place for your kids. Thank you. Hi everyone, um, my name is uh, Izekeli Kugunumela, the kids call me Mr. K. Um, I've been here 15 years, I'm the acting uh, assistant principal in identity and global advocacy. So as uh, the staff previously have spoken about the curriculum and educating the heart and the mind, uh, my uh, responsibility is to making sure that when your students graduate that they have a strong uh, ability to be able to advocate for other people, global advocacy. So we uh, implement programs and we give kids experience 
experiences where they can uh, hear and speak up for those people that may not be able to speak. So we have programs that run where um, they go and feed the homeless uh, every Wednesday morning from six. That's manned by the staff as well. Uh, we also have experiences where we go out to, uh, as one of the students spoke about before, uh, where we've gone on immersions to uh, the Northern Territory and the Tiwi Islands where we advocate for the First Nations. Uh, currently what we're doing at the moment is advocating for girls around the world where uh, education for young girls around the world is so important because it's important for everyone but we found that if you educate girls, things prosper. So, uh, And at our school we have... Uh, girls at our school, we're wanting to improve our enrolment of girls here as well. So uh, at my job with the staff as well, I don't do it by myself, everyone's involved in it, is to educate them spiritually so that they, when they graduate, they can be uh, strong young men and women with a good moral compass to be able to speak up and stand up for people that can't do it for themselves. Good evening, everybody. My name is Carolyn. I'm Head of Library, Digital Integration and Innovation. I've been here six weeks. I'm very pleased to be, to be involved with this wonderful team of colleagues. Um, one of my roles is supporting curriculum in the classroom with digital integration and um, using software to help, um, help learning. And one of the things that I'm critically interested in, which this school does really well, is that pathway from um, learning to earning. So from studying to being able to find jobs that are satisfying and rewarding for them in their future careers. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. Uh, David Catwell's my name. I'm the business manager of the college and I've been here for close to seven years. Uh, my role, obviously, uh, being the business manager is first and foremost the financial management of the school and that's everything from making sure the teachers get paid and we've done that effectively so far since I've been here. Um, well, they haven't told me they haven't got paid but anyway. And uh, obviously all the financial matters with respect to uh, running a school, including the collection of fees. But Jimmy's is such a special place as you've probably got that impression already that this is not a normal job for a business manager. Um, we have very um, um, innovative strategies to deal with families in terms of affordability for fees. Um, we are very, no one gets denied an education at Jimmy's because of financial matters. Um, and this sort of happens seamlessly and happens um, you know, very well with a, a, some very good admin and support staff who really, um, the job that I head up is really to ensure that uh, Anne has the resources and the ability to um, execute the, the vision for this college. And that includes you know, future building programs and maintaining what is a heritage building. So if anyone's ever done that before, it can be a bit of a nightmare. Um, yeah, and uh, I'd like to pass you over to the Dean of First Impressions or the star of St James, who is the lovely voice that I'm sure you've already spoken to, Maria. Who really doesn't like talking that much. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. My name's Maria Young. Um, I look after enrolments and I'm the school receptionist. Um, I've been working here for 14 years Something that I love about St James is that when I get inquiries, I get to talk to all of you and share the Jimmy's um, story. I also um, love the interaction with the students. So it's quite common for our kids to walk in before school, after school lunch and have a conversation and that's really nice. Um, I have to say that I believe, in my opinion, that we have an amazing group of teaching staff here at St James. They're very caring, they're very supportive. Um, and I think they go beyond their call of duty. So um, if you choose St James for your children, I think they will be in good hands. Um, I hope tonight has been informative for you, and thank you for coming. Thanks, Maria. Good evening, everyone. My name's Naomi Ritchie. I'm the principal's assistant, and um, my job, obviously, is to support Anne, but also uh, the other members of the college leadership team throughout the year. I've been involved in um, Edmund Rice education for the past 25 years, uh, 13 years at another school here in the city, and for the past 12 years I've been here at St James. And I have to say I just adore this school. It's very unique. It's a beautiful school. It's small. Uh, we're on a small campus too, but boy, do we pack a punch. We're close to so many wonderful resources that the city and the surrounds of the city have to offer. Um, 
the staff here, both the non-teaching staff and the teaching staff are amazing, second to none. Um, totally supportive, very caring, inclusive and just there's so much love, there's so much uh, feeling and warmth um, at this little place. I really don't think that you could um, go wrong in sending your kids to us. Thank you. Thank you very much, everyone. So I will just proceed. A lot of things have been said by the staff in their introductions. So we talked about the focus on our global learning, academic and career employment outcomes. It is multilingual and multicultural. And so our daily interaction, especially the cultural side of things, because, you know, one of our biggest challenges in the world is to be able to work across different cultures. Um, the feeling of belonging, I think you got that message. Our intervention culture, that we look for ways of enhancing learning and if there is a gap, how we intervene to support that student. And we heard a, a few gaps here and how they've been able to catch up with that support. So we're very used to people coming in with gaps, um, whereas some other schools might be much more prescriptive and regulated in that area. We do make friends with the world when you come here. And uh, just in terms of myself, um, it is my 14th year as a principal. I was 10 years at Kabulcha. And before that, I was in the Northern Territory principal of an Indigenous school with 700 Indigenous students at Wadi. And so um, why did I want to come here? For the same reason that, that the staff talked about and the students talked about, because I was um, very excited to work in a, a very multicultural environment. So we talk about affordable excellence because many people perceive because we're a Catholic school, we're not a government school, that we're a very expensive school. We aren't an expensive school. Our fees are 6,900 a year, inclusive of a laptop. And uh, in those fees, they are all inclusive fees so that different to the state school where you have to pay out for your excursion or your camp separately or your um, money to go down to a particular um, sporting program or whatever. So everything is included. Things that mightn't be included would be bigger trips like the immersion program to the Northern Territory, etc. So, um, so that fee is um, a very reasonable fee. And as David has said very clearly that um, we do look at people's financial challenges and if we um, and we usually work out what is a fair amount if there is um, evidence of those financial challenges. So it is very good um, bang for your buck, if you like, in terms of what you are getting for that because there are many schools that are similar to our schools that do charge a lot more money than we charge. But I don't think necessarily the outcomes um, are very different. So in terms of our outcomes, I'd like to mention at this stage one thing that this year that we've achieved that is very impressive. We've been named as one of three national finalists in the Australian Training Awards in the School Pathways in Vocational Education and Training. That's three schools across the country. So where the other two schools and entities are in Tasmania. So we find out about that on November the 21st and we've gone through a very, very rigorous process in terms of that, that judging. So you know because that is an Australian government program that the standards are very high, that it, they're acknowledging the quality of what we do but also they're acknowledging the fact that we are taking students, say, from a certain level and producing an outcome for our students in terms of those outcomes that really match their potential, but also are very innovative and looking at preparing them for the future. Do, we do have a, a blueprint around our global learning. And as you heard Marty talk about a vision and establishing the culture within the school around that in terms of our students, our facilities, our um, industry links and our learning and teaching. 
And in terms of our learning and teaching and that plan, that's a more detailed um, notes on each section of the plan in terms of achieving it. And what's important there is, say, if we go to culture, you'll see that we talk about cultivating a high aspirational culture and a high expectation culture. So we don't differentiate and say, because a person's doing this subject or this particular skill set, that we don't expect them to achieve at a high level, we do. And it's our job to get them to that high level. But whatever they're participating in, whether it's on the sporting field, in the music field, um, in the arts field, we all of those co-curricular activities also will mesh in together to make sure that academically that we are on that pathway to believing in ourselves of developing our success and our self-esteem so that the outcomes can be there for the areas of talent of our students. So we look at the labour market needs and in terms of the labour market, we're very clear a number of our students talked about health. That's a growth area. If we talk about, um, oh, I moved the screen. <laughs> so, um, technical, educational and training, construction, all of these areas. So, we try to emulate and make sure that what we're training our students and choosing the pathways for students, what we're offering in our curriculum is matching to what will get them employment outcomes in the future. Because I strongly, and the whole community here, believes in the dignity of work. And in terms of that dignity of work, that gives us a purpose in terms of um, our compass for the future that was spoken about as well. Oh, something's happened here in this. Okay, now it might work. So in, in that educating for the future, we have... Uh, we don't own this plane, but we do work and have got an aviation club where we're looking to develop our partnerships in the aviation industry. We use, would have seen in the first um, drone picture in, in the video and um, in terms of the drone, um, as that was one of our students who took some of the footage there. Here we're building this car in our workshop. And over here... We, you see the climbing and up here, that's our um, outdoor education campus, which is at Maroon Dam. So that's actually, we own that property and students can go out to the property as part of their outdoor education or some of our camps and they stay on the land there at Maroon Dam and can go canoeing and all sorts of activities. Oops, doesn't seem to be working that one. I might need some technical help here. Oh, it's all right. I got it now. So we're very... Um, we talked about the new age of robotics, data and digital connectivity, AI, artificial intelligence. After going to China, we know that the Chinese are very, very advanced in this area. So our partnerships there are to make sure we're staying ahead. We talked about the work of the heart that even though we know we're in a transformational age in technology, the one thing that robots don't have is a human heart. So those interpersonal skills are crucial because they're the jobs that cannot be replaced by robots. And that's our management jobs, that's our carers' jobs, many jobs that need that human heart. That's just a, a, a photo of where we were in China last week. Um, in a classroom there and as you can see they've got pretty crowded classrooms um, and they're pretty book oriented even though they're very technology focused. So that was interesting. Very, very beautiful buildings in the school too. So what makes the global future? As we said, human-centric, skills not job titles, transferability of skills, reskilling and upskilling and lifelong learning. Two sets of skills that our students need to be focusing on, enterprise skills and technical skills. And we bring that integration of those skills together in all of the subjects in terms of what we offer. What are the skills employers are looking for? Um, over here, digital literacy, critical thinking, and another one that's not in there in the latest research, it's actually bilingual or multilingual. So that connects... Oh. I tapped it in the wrong spot again. Sorry. Um, 
So this is just a snapshot to say what are the barriers that young people identified to full-time work. So not enough work experience, lack of appropriate education, lack of um, career management skills and not enough jobs. So what were the accelerating factors to full-time work are building enterprise skills, um, relevant paid employment, paid employment to a future-focused industry and um, an optimistic mindset. And so we take all that research and we say this is what is very important for all of our students. So our Year 7 and 8 curriculum, pretty simple really. Core subjects, um, religious education is uh, because we're a Catholic school but it's very much ethically based and very people focused. So I think you got that message strongly through um, Mr Kay's words this evening in terms of global advocacy. And we offer a range of electives. Year 9 and 10 curriculum, similarly, and we try and encourage our students to find their niche and um, what areas they particularly like. And so that's offered, again, through some core subjects and elective subjects. In the senior studies, we have a, a very big range of subjects and certificate training and we offer 12 AQTF certificates. We live in a world now, just in terms of university outcomes, I'm not sure if you realise that um, through the Mitchell report that only 25% of all students in universities across Australia actually get there through a tertiary rank or what we call an ATAR. And that's the new system in Queensland is an ATAR. But in, on the left-hand side there are the general subjects. General subjects, you need four of those for an ATAR or five of those. And you can have a, a subject from the right-hand side also as part of your ATAR. So you can see we have a huge range there. And a lot of those um, areas of certificates will step, be able to step you into a certificate for or diploma then to a bachelor's degree. So if you think of qualifications in that way. So that's just explaining that eligibility around what's called the ATAR. But you don't have to do an ATAR in Queensland. What we do like to see happening is all students get a Queensland Certificate of Education. So we, there are many choices to get to the outcomes. And we're expanding our programs, revising our programs. So in terms of languages, business, creative industries, sampling and measurement, sport and recreation and tourism, community and ethics. We have good training spaces that you'll see on your um, tour. Write That Essay is our current literacy program that we're using and it's working very well to improve people's writing. But we're educating, you know, real skills for real careers and all of those things there we're very conscious of. We have a culture that develops innovative and entrepreneurial industry partnerships. Um, and we heard about our wellbeing team and the house system. So, and that's very well done within the college and a lot of spirited competition. And I believe there's even a chocolate crackles competition this Thursday. Is that right? And so it's something I'd never heard of before. But um, apparently you make chocolate crackles on a theme. Is that right? What's the theme this year? Leisure. Well, just think of chocolate crackles and leisure. <laughs> um, Dr Shannon O'Gorman won a major award this year, so that's where that photo is. Shannon couldn't be here tonight, but um, she's our college counsellor and very, very good at what she does. What are some of the areas of counselling that uh, come under that umbrella? Personal, health and professional liaison, family therapy, anger management, group therapy. So... What we tend to do here is if there is um, a story around someone where there are, you are using external services, we encourage that use of external services and we try and be the sort of key person in, in putting the umbrella around those external services to our students. Our co-curricular program. So we have a very, very strong programs across the college. Um, debating, singing, music, cultural dance, you heard a bit about the World Scholars Cup. We had four teams in Sydney in August 
and they did really well. In fact, one team qualified for New York and competing there. There were 28 countries in that competition. Four days of debating and writing and a whole lot of different things. And also um, cultural side of that was very impressive. Um, Drone and Aviation Club and Basketball. Basketball program here is of the highest standard. um, In the last five years, I think we've come first, second or third or in the top division in basketball. So we have many students who've won basketball scholarships to the United States and other places. And um, so if you're interested in basketball, uh, the strength of that program, which we're further developing into academy program, is very high. We also have a strong soccer and futsal program, but also um, our netball, rugby, we've got Aussie rules teams for girls, um, all sorts of sporting activities, and in addition to athletics and swimming. There's even a Chinese team that versus the St James team. We did beat them in the final minute which was good as an international match. And here we talk about our learning intervention and Miss Donna Martin is our learning enhancement coordinator. I'm not sure Donna was coming. I'm not sure if she's made it here yet. Um, But that's a very strong aspect of our college as well. We're a gateway school in manufacturing and engineering and hospitality and tourism and are developing our partnerships there, which are quite exciting. We're always looking to explore our enterprise Um, and I mentioned about sport. Our advocacy, in the video you you would have seen that group dancing. They actually got first place in a competition against other schools in Brisbane which was called Gen X, which was very much about advocacy in terms of um, discrimination, prejudice and achieving your dreams. And our Northern Territory again was mentioned and that's a picture of a group that went to Bathurst Island but there are actually 29 of us who went up there and that's that national connection about identifying gaps and and developing that um, cultural uh, sisterhood and brotherhood in terms of diminishing the gaps that exist. The Taste Today Jess spoke about And also I wanted to just say thank you. Um, This is at the Queensland Training Awards and, as I mentioned, being named as that national finalist in the School Pathways, we have opportunities for school-based traineeships and one of the reasons we actually were named finalists as well is the stories around many of our students. If you go onto the Australian Government website, you will see that and it talks about the uniqueness of this college and the fact that such great um, steps have been made for many of our students.